The Department of Social Development, they had tabled their budget in the KwaZulu-Natal government yesterday. Um, and we're going to come through some of the details of that budget that was tabled yesterday in KwaZulu-Natal. I'm actually joined not by the MEC, but rather by the Deputy Director General uh, of Social Development, Mapilum Mlongo. Uh, uh, Deputy Director General, thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. Yesterday, with the uh, budget that was presented, um, there was concern about budgetary cuts. To what extent were the budget cuts and, and what is the, are the implications thereof? Uh, good afternoon, uh, sir, and thank you very much for having me. Uh, if I can just indicate, uh, I think the, the issue of the budget cuts uh, has been a, a challenge for the department, I think, for the past two, year, two years, uh, emanating from the, the, the COVID-19 uh, period. Uh, it has negative impact in our ability as a department to be able to provide for the needs of our people. Remember, we, as a Department of Social Development, we are one of those departments that have been tasked with the responsibility of ensuring that uh, the, the well-being you know, of our communities are taken care of. So now it affects us, uh, you, you, you know, the most when we find ourselves not in a position to be, to be able to do that you know, effectively because of the fact that we find ourselves, particularly in terms of our staff, being affected by the budget cuts and we cannot be able to provide, to, to, to be able to have this adequate staff that can be able to mm. provide the services that are expected. And it, it goes as far as, you know, uh, uh, affecting us in, in, in relation to, you know, the provision of services. It's some statutory obligations for our department, like ensuring that all our NPOs are in a position to be able to deliver their services and we are able to pay them on time. Mm. Over and above that, it, it affects, you know, our, our country has got a, a quite a number of social ills that are affecting it. So they are increasing day by day, as you can see, when you talk about issues of gender-based violence, it's always on the news, you know, uh, that a, a woman has been killed and so on. So we are really struggling, you know, to be able to deliver all, all those services. But we, I, I must indicate that uh, in spite of that, we do understand the economic climate in our country, and we are trying our best to ensure that with whatever that we have, you know, we are able to provide services to our, to our communities. And we try to ensure that we work with other stakeholders so that we are able to share resources and so on. And also to forge partnerships with uh, you know, particularly people from the private sector, so that we can be able, you know, to deliver those services uh, 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 that we cannot just because of the fact that we no longer have funding. Mm, mm. Uh, I, what I've noticed from the budget is also that there's been an allocation uh, of money set aside for the care of elderly and disabled. Um, this would obviously go to old age homes. This would go to mm-hmm, uh, disability mm-hmm. clinics. Can you tell us more about what programs that money will be supporting? Mm. Uh, when when it comes to services for the elderly and the disabled uh, the department, we have put aside about 191,776,000 for the elderly. Uh, remember, when you talk about all elder persons, we're talking about people that play a very critical role in the community because of their experience as well as wisdom. So they contribute immensely in terms of shaping you know, uh, the future of our communities as well as the coming generation. So we are putting that those funds in order to ensure that we are able to use them to preserve their lives.
also there are intergenerational programs that we are funding in order to ensure that uh, it contributes towards the, the future of, of, of our young people. We also have active aging programs in order to ensure that uh, older persons are able to live a healthy life. Uh, we have residential facilities, as you have indicated. We are funding residential facilities, most of which, you know, are, 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 are NPO, you know, managed, and we provide service. We provide funding you know, to, to those NPOs yeah. so that we ensure that uh, people's lives, you know, are preserved. But uh, this year, one of the critical things that we are going to be doing, we've got one of the residential facilities uh, that we are going to be expanding in Gongo district, Wasaimani, to be able to care for about 100, you know, more, you know, older persons so that at least, you know, we can be able to protect our older persons from, you know, being killed because they are, They've got Alzheimer's, and then it is it, 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 it is said they are being, you know, by a targeter and all that. So mm-hmm. we have put aside those funds. We have also put aside about 173 million, 768 programs for the people with disabilities now, because they also play a very important role in our society. We've got residential care facilities as well as protective workshops for our people with disabilities. And we are also working towards converting one of our of our centers, Osijeni Handicraft Center, under Amatuba District, to provide you know a series of much needed skills for people with disabilities, so that they can be able you know to 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 be self reliant and be able to, you know to take care of themselves. Yeah, let's move on to this, Minister. The department plays a role in the fight against crime because social development because crime is a social problem as much as it is a security problem are there any considerations thereof within the budget yeah our communities are affected by crime throughout the country irrespective you know of their social standing and uh, it has resulted to our vulnerable communities i think affected the most Uh, as a department as you are indicating it is social problem so We've got a, a social crime prevention strategy that, uh, you know, is guiding all of us as, as different departments. And it is an approach to crime prevention, and it focuses more on the need to address the root causes of crime, which is very critical. So working with other stakeholders and other departments, we provide prevention programs to be able to raise safety of our communities. And for this, uh, we have put aside about so that we can be able to reach out to our community. Uh, During the State of the Province address, our Premier here in the province has heard a call for all departments to prioritize the fight against crime. It is then in this spirit that as a department, we have then put aside the funding as mentioned in order to be able to deal with issues of crime and be able to raise awareness to our communities and also ensure that they are protected. And then perhaps just lastly, uh, uh, DDG, there's an increase in drug use in all our communities, and KwaZulu-Natal certainly is not spared to this. Um, what is being done about that? Yeah, no, we, we, we have allocated about 108 million for, you know, uh, uh, to fight against drug and substance abuse. We know that it is not enough, but I think we have a responsibility to ensure that we fight the scourge for drug and alcohol use in our communities. And in most cases, you will find that when you look at the other social ills, 
one of one one there is one thing that will find common in most of them. It is the use of substance abuse. So yeah. it is seen as a generator for most of the, of the social ills in the community. It talks to issues of crime, gender-based violence, teenage pregnancy, and so on. So as a province, we are working, uh, you know, in a coordinated effort because as a country, we've got a strategic plan that is guiding you know, all our efforts, you know, around uh, issues of, of gender-based violence and femicide. So utilizing this strategy in order to ensure that we've got coordinated effort as the different departments, we ensure that our communities are, are, are protected and we also ensure that we are providing treatment programs. So we've got treatment centers that we fund uh, that are state-run as well yeah. as NPO-run within the department. And we ensure that commun- our communities, those that are already affected, at least they can be able to go to the to these facilities and be rehabilitated mm, mm. and then integrated back to our communities. Yeah. So this financial year, we're in the process of establishing, you know, two new uh, uh, treatment centers because we want to see a situation where each and every district will have its own uh, treatment center. Yeah. So we've got two that we are going to be, uh, you know, establishing in Oko as well as in Mlembo. In, in <coughs> Didiji, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really do appreciate it. Uh, that is Mapili Mklongo, the uh, direct, Deputy Director General in the Department of Social Development in KwaZulu-Natal. It's a minute after half past five. Let's take your news headlines.